This podcast is a production of the Community Covenant Church in Eagle River, Alaska, a place where real people meet a real God to live in a real world. For more information, visit our website at www.communitycovenant.net. Well, today is Father's Day, and in honor of dads, we thought we'd do something special on Father's Day. And we would have the Chinooks baseball team uh, present. Some of the players are here today. And really, this is Chinook Sunday. And we want to highlight our ministry partnership with them. Uh, For those of you that may not be aware, uh, we have great baseball here in a summer Alaska league. And there are teams here in the Anchorage Bowl and out in Matsu and Uh, The Chinooks are one of those teams, and they draw from great college baseball players from all over the lower 48. They come up here for the summer, and uh, they uh, really hone their skill and their craft. But the Chinooks, there's something special about them. Uh, They're not only here to play baseball, but they're here also to let baseball be a platform um, to share about Jesus Christ. And They witness not only to the players from the other teams in the league, uh, but to all the fans, and they're involved in the community, uh, doing community service kinds of things. And so this is an organization that we at Community Covenant feel really good about supporting and getting behind. And you might remember uh, Catherine, who's from their public affairs department, was here earlier in the year sharing about opportunities we have as a church to support them. I know some of our families are housing them. Uh, Others are involved in supporting uh, the team in other ways. On July 23rd, towards the end of the season, we're going to have a very special barbecue and concert here uh, at the church with the Chinooks. We're looking forward to that. That's going to be a great event. But I thought this morning it would be great as we've wrapped up our BLESS series. Do you remember BLESS? And how important, and one of the S's is what? Share your story. That's the last S in the word bless, right? Begin with prayer, listen with care, what? Eat, right? Eat together, um, serve with love, and the last S of bless is share your story. So we have the privilege of having the coach and a couple of the players this morning and they're going to share their story with us. Uh, I'd like to introduce Coach John Groth. Come on up, John. There you go. And uh, it's great. I had an opportunity to talk with John earlier this week. He has a little bit of a unique story, and I just asked if he'd share a little bit uh, about that with us this morning. Coach, uh, what is it? that keeps you coming back year after year after year uh, working with these young men uh, with the Chinooks and in the ministry uh, of baseball. Thank you, and thank you to this church for supporting what we do. We, uh, we couldn't do what we do without the support of uh, the body of Christ and the people of Eagle River and Chugiak. So thanks for what you do for the Chinook team. My name is John Groth. I'm from Tyler, Texas. Grew, I was born in Minnesota. Grew up in Northeast Ohio, um, played all three sports in high school, but baseball really became uh, my favorite sport. It, it was a sport that I was able to maybe do a little bit better in, in the, than the other ones, and uh, 
sports was a huge part of our family's life. And so all three of my older brothers were college football and baseball players. I was able to play college baseball at the junior college level in Ohio and then at the University of New Orleans. Uh, played my four-year baseball, a couple of uh, years with the Cincinnati Reds and pro ball. But what really changed my life was when I was in college like these guys, uh, one of my coaches gave me a pamphlet about this team called Athletes in Action. I had no idea what it was about. I had a spot on the team on a team in the Cape Cod League that summer. But the Lord just really spoke to my heart about, hey, you, you know, I was brought up in a church. I was brought up in the Lutheran church. Nothing wrong with the Lutheran church. I learned all about God through that uh, denomination. Went through, uh, uh, you know, catechism. Uh, was baptized as an infant. And uh, thought, you know, okay, I got, I, I got things together. But at 18 years old, a, a gentleman that was part of a campus life ministry in northeast Ohio, he started sharing about what Jesus meant to him and what he could mean to me. And so kind of took that first step of faith at 18. And, but when I was 20, I was challenged to, to be a part of this Athletes in Action thing. I really didn't know where that was headed. But for whatever reason, God, the Holy Spirit, spoke to my heart and said, you know what, you got one foot in and you got one foot out of this thing called this faith journey. And uh, he said, if you really are serious about following me, you need to go with this Athletes in Action team. And so I didn't know what it meant, but it meant raising about $3,000 that I didn't have. And so God provided that money. I went out that first summer, played with a team just like the Chinooks. And then I went out for a second summer and played two summers with Athletes in Action. And I'm going to tell you, as a husband of a wife for 31 years, my wife Kitty's here this morning, and the father of six children, I don't want to think about where I might have ended up if I hadn't gotten involved with a team like Athletes in Action back when I was these guys' age. So the joy of coming back and being a part, I've been a college baseball coach for 30 years and have had the opportunity to influence hundreds of young men. And I'm proud to say that probably 40 or 50 of my former players and coaches are out there coaching all over America. And uh, these guys are, are, are the next of my 24 sons this summer. I have six children, but I have 24 extra sons that I get to mentor. I get to, to go out and play ball. Are you kidding me? It's, it's a joy to go out. In a, in a, in, in, you look, you come out to Loretta French. I hope you can come out. We're home tonight. We've got a couple more home games in a row. Um, God's creation is all around. You bring your dog. You bring your skateboard. You bring your bike. You have fun, you grab a hot dog, and you watch some, some great young men who are outstanding athletes uh, play our, our nation's pastime. So to have the opportunity 35 years later to come up to a beautiful place and to pour into young men uh, for two months is, is a joy. It's absolutely a joy. And it's a lot of work. We play a lot of baseball. These guys are hugely committed. We play over 50 games in two months here. And so it's a really busy schedule. But uh, many of these young men are, are going to play professional baseball like I did for a couple of years, maybe for longer. And uh, they're getting their little taste of what, it, what it's going to be like to be committed to the game. But also, we also spend an hour and a half in discipleship with these young men every afternoon before we got to Loretta French. We're in, we're in Bible study. We're sharing our stories. Each of these guys, one by one by one, are getting up in front of their teammates and sharing their story. And, and you, can't, you can't imagine how close we get and how important that is for them to understand that there's young men. That was the first time in my life when I was their age that I'd seen athletes share their faith and not be ashamed and also have a, a warrior's heart for God as a competitor. I mean, so uh, I, I grew up in that world of athletics, 
But uh, to have to be around coaches and players that really weren't ashamed of that and were able to express that, boy, that was a huge step in my life. And to be a part of these guys' journey is, is a joy for me. So, um, you know, I, I couldn't express uh, more gratefully the opportunity that the God has given me to be their coach. Uh, Chris Beck and I connected back in 2011. I was the head coach at Tyler Junior College for 17 years after coaching at the University of New Orleans, Georgia Southern, and Texas A&M. Uh, before getting the head job at uh, Tyler Junior College. The Lord asked me to step back in 2009 when three of my six kids were still at the house. And since then, I've been broadcasting baseball and coming up here and coaching the Chinooks. And so I had the joy of being part of the, 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 the ground foundation the first year the Chinooks came from Fairbanks down here to Chugacki River. What a joy that's been. We've seen the support grow. We've seen the facility get better. Loretta French is a great place to come watch baseball. And so... Um, I couldn't be more thankful for the opportunity that I have now and couldn't be more proud to be the coach of these guys. They work so hard. Uh, they've worked so hard at their craft, but also uh, we're throwing a lot at them every day in discipleship, and they're sorting through that. They're trying to see, see what that looks like. And, uh, boy, I, I learn a lot from them, and hopefully they're getting a little bit uh, from their time here. I know they are, and I, I know I appreciate the host families and the people in this church that are part of what we do. So, anyways, appreciate the opportunity for us to share our story uh, Levi Gilcrease is from my home state of Texas, actually goes to college there at Baylor University. He's from Florida. And uh, Aaron Shackelford is a guy from California. He goes to the Masters College. These guys are going to come up here and share a little bit of their faith journey as well. So uh, thanks for the opportunity to be here this morning. We're going to have, I think we got a number of guys here in attendance. They'll be hanging out in the lobby afterward. And then we're going to have another wave of Chinooks come in for that second service. So uh, feel free to shake hands and let them know uh, that you're with them and uh, meet them. Uh, they're great guys. I think you'll enjoy getting to know them. And I know you'll get, I know you'll enjoy watching them play because I, I love wa- uh, watching them play as their coach. Thank you, coach. So come on up, guys. Aaron and Levi. Uh, Levi's an outfielder and uh, Aaron is a shortstop. And by the way, I don't think I mentioned that you're on a modest three-game winning streak. I, I understand the bats have come alive. Uh, the pitching is buttoning down the opposition. And uh, you guys are, are really on a hot streak. So that's, that's good stuff. So we caught you at the right time, didn't we? Mm-hmm. That's right. So I had an opportunity to meet these guys and, and talk to them a little bit. But I couldn't wait to have them um, come and, and to speak to you this morning. So whoever would like to go first... Uh, I'd just like to, we'd like to hear a little bit uh, about your faith journey. How is it that you came to be a follower of Christ Jesus? Um, well, before I like to share my testimony, I like to preface it with that. I used to be kind of bored with my testimony. I wondered why God would save me out of such an easy background. And um, I'd just like to say or turn to Ephesians 2. Hold on one sec. And just say that every testimony is miraculous. And um, Ephesians 2 says, You were dead in your trespasses and sins. And then verse 4 says, But God being rich in mercy, because of the great love which He loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. So, I mean, my testimony is miraculous no matter where I come from. And so is yours. So... I was born in a Christian home um, with two loving parents who love the Lord and serve in the church today. And they took me to church every Sunday. Um, I went. 
I didn't really understand Christianity. I couldn't really tell you what the gospel meant. I was told that Jesus died on the cross for my sins, but wasn't really sure what that meant. Um, didn't know the severity of that and uh, what it meant for my soul and eternity. Um, so I just went to church because my friends were there. Uh, we had a good time and uh, messed around, and it was fun for a while. And then I got to middle school um, and started to wonder. Uh, I had a discipler ask me questions like, uh, where am I going to go in, in eternity? And um, what my sin was and um, my response to the gospel. And I didn't really have uh, answers to his questions. I, I was realizing um, that I, didn't, I wasn't a Christian. I was a fake. Um, so the summer going into my eighth grade year, I went to a summer camp for our church. And um, the pastor was talking about um, God's righteousness and, and where that puts us. And it puts us in hostility towards God because we're not holy and he can't have unholiness in his presence. So um, I was starting to feel convicted. Um, and then he opened his Bible to Revelation 3.16, which says, because you're neither hot nor cold, but lukewarm, God will spit you out of his mouth. And I realized that I wasn't on fire for the Lord, and I wasn't really walking away from the Lord, but I was in the middle saying I was a Christian, yet not really understanding that commitment, um, never really committing my life to the Lord. And so um, that night I, I gave my life to Christ um, and just confessed my sins and repented from my sin and started following Him. So my life now is uh, full of joy. I mean, I have a peace. Um, in Ephesians 2, actually, it talks about a peace that comes from Christ, and um, it surpasses all understanding. Um, I can go to bed at night with a, a happy heart and not wonder where I'm going in eternity. Um, I have a desire to be in His church and uh, minister to people and uh, love the body, and um, I, I have a desire to pursue Him and and love his commands, not just do them because they're, um, they're commands, but do them because I actually want to. Um, but, I mean, I still struggle all the time. Um, the Lord is so faithful in my life. I drift, and, and yet he always seems to hold me, and it's just a testimony of his faithfulness and the fact that um, we're sealed by the Holy Spirit and nothing can separate us from the love of the Father. So, Aaron, in this church right now, yeah, you can clap for that, yeah. Uh, in this church right now, there may be young people who have grown up in the church, their, their parents are Christ followers, maybe they've gone to Sunday school, maybe they're in youth group, uh, they've heard the gospel, they know in their head about Jesus, but they never have asked Jesus into their heart. Uh, to be their Savior and Lord. What would you say to a young person that's in that spot right now? Um, I would say it's not worth faking. I mean, you could die tomorrow and, and spend eternity in hell away from God. Um, I think once you realize the severity of that, then it's hard to live your life happy. I mean, I, I would just encourage you to give your life to Christ as soon as possible. It's not worth it. Okay, yeah. 
Well, you're an example of someone who is not ashamed of the gospel. And you have testified that it's the power of salvation uh, for all who believe. And you, uh, you are a believer and a Christ follower. Thank you. Levi, how about you? Yeah, thanks, Aaron. Uh, my story is a lot like Aaron's. I grew up in a Christian family. Uh, my mom and my dad, they love the Lord. And so I was so fortunate and so blessed. Um, I remember at a young age, uh, after church, the pastor had shared the gospel. And I went home and, and told my dad. And I just asked him about it. I'm like, what is that? And he explained it to me. And right there on my knees, I accepted Christ into my life. Um, so from an early age, I was a believer. And I lived in a Christian home. Um, and they set such a great example for me. So I knew what it looked like. I knew what I was supposed to be doing. I read the Bible. I went to church. Um, I did all the right things. But I kind of just went through the motions. And and I like that verse that Aaron read. I was kind of lukewarm. I didn't have a passion for the Lord. Um, And so that's how my childhood went. And then in high school, I had a coach really impact my life. Um, He kind of had a Paul conversion. He he pitched in the big leagues. and he wasn't a great guy, and he got hurt and actually got sent down, and someone tricked him to go to the Dominican Republic on a missions trip, and God changed his life, and then he then impacted our lives. And so we started to have um, just these really intense, not intense, but really um, personal Bible studies where we just open up. And that's when my faith became personal. Um, it kind of became my own, and I really began to pursue the Lord. So that's when my uh, my journey with the Lord really began. Um, and then since then, it's just been a, a constant growth. Um, it's been so cool to see how God's worked in my life. The way I go to Baylor, and um, I remember sitting down with my parents and them saying, there's no way we can send you to Baylor. And I just felt this desire in my heart uh, to go. I felt like that's where the Lord was leading me. And the way he led me there and he opened the doors and he provided was so cool. Um, so since, in high, since high school, just seeing the Lord provide and work in my life, Another another area where I saw the Lord work is I tore my ACL last year actually, and um, and that was that was kind of hard. I really thought it'd be tough, and I just said to myself, oh, "I know God's going to do something good through that." I'm not really sure if I believed it or not, um, but He supplied me with such joy and such peace through the whole process. Uh, he blessed me with so many great friends, and I met so many people through that time that I was I was able to just see the Lord work in my life in a personal way, and it's really powerful. And it's really cool to see that. Um, so I'm here now, uh, I, this is my second summer with AIA and it's such a special place just to be with other guys who love the Lord, who are seeking the Lord and to sharpen and grow you in your faith. Yeah. You know, Aaron and Levi, as we're listening to your testimonies, one of the things that stands out to me, uh, is the role that, uh, men have played in your, your, your lives, men who were either coaches or came alongside of you and discipled you. And I think that's something that men in the church, we all need to hear. Uh, that you may have your own sons, uh, but you also can be spiritual fathers to young men. And that your lives and your investment in them, whether it's as a coach or uh, in one of the organizations involving youth in our community, or whether it's a, a young man across the street, uh, or it's a relative in your family, God can use you to be a man of influence that can help make a difference in bringing a young man to faith in Jesus Christ. I know that's true 
in Aaron's life and Levi's life. That was true in my life. I didn't have a dad growing up, but it was coaches and other men in the community that took an interest in me, uh, Christian men that shared faith and mentored me and, and helped introduce me to Jesus. So that's a part of their story. It's part of my story. And I want to encourage all the men uh, in our church just to think about that and pray. Who has God placed in your life? Uh, who can you influence uh, for the gospel? Uh, God can do that. Uh, Levi, you have the mic. By the way, Levi goes to Baylor uh, and Aaron goes to Master's College there in Los Angeles. Used to be L.A. Baptist back in the day, right? Okay, so it's Master's College and Seminary now. You may be familiar with a pastor named John MacArthur. Uh, he was kind of the driving force behind getting all that started. But Levi, you have the mic. Um, how, uh, how do you see God at work now, especially uh, as a Chinooks ball player? How do you see him working in your life, and what are you hoping he'll accomplish this season? Yeah, um, it's been so cool uh, how God's working in my life right now. Like I said, I just tore my ACL, and since then I've grown, my relationship with the Lord's grown so much, and just to see Him work in my life. Um, and then coming up here um, as a Chinooks player, it's really a special thing. Um, there's there's a difference. Uh, and I go to Baylor Christian School, and I, I was naive going in. Everyone on my team is going to be a believer, and that's not the truth. But coming up here and playing with, with Christian guys, there's such a difference. Uh, there's a passion that you don't get anywhere else and a joy uh, and just a fire. Um, as believers, I believe that we are called to play harder and uh, work harder than anyone else. Um, something that really hit me was the parable of talents. Uh, and this just hit me last year. Um, a master gives five talents to one servant, two to another, and one to another based on their ability. And he calls us to invest that. And so what God has really convicted me is he's given me the ability to play baseball. And uh, he's convicted me that I need to work hard and, and invest in that ability. And that's my form of worship. So coming up here, something that they teach is an audience of one. As we play baseball, um, we're not playing for ourselves. Um, we're playing for our brothers. But we're, more importantly, we're playing for God who's, he's, who's watching us above. Uh, he's our one audience. And so that's what's been so special about playing for AIA and the Chinooks is our focus isn't on ourselves uh, we will lay down our lives for our brothers, and we'll worship the Lord as we play. That's our form of worship. Uh, so that's what's been so cool about coming up here. Cool. And, and uh, Aaron, how about you? What, uh, what are you hoping this season? This is your second year, by the way. Yes, you sir. enjoyed it so much, you came back for more. I know. Uh, you're almost an Alaskan now, aren't you? Yeah. There you go. You're no longer a Chichaco, okay? You've, you've made it through your first year, so you're, yes, you're on your way to becoming a sourdough. All right. Well, that's what they tell me anyway. So what are you hoping that the Lord does this year, and how do you see him at work uh, this year? I mean, a lot of the things that Levi said are true with, with me, but I think, I mean, I go to the Master's University now. Yeah, okay. okay. used to be Master's College. Yes, sir. University, thank you. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. My how things change. Just, we left L.A. like back in 91. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, I mean, oh, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, so I agree with Levi. Um, going to the Masters University, I get to play with guys just like on my AIA team. I mean, the difference here is that we get discipleship every day. And, I mean, that is a huge thing in my life, just to have a structured day where, I mean, we're going to be talking about the Lord for an hour at least um, is awesome. And 
I saw my, my, la- my life last year, I mean, just from compromising in little sins, little areas of my life. You um, went to AIA last year, and the Lord started to show me little sins that I didn't really have a conscience for and, and brought those to light and, and allowed me to see those and allowed me to cut those off. And I think being around believers every day and and opening the word is so helpful for my faith and to have guys that keep me accountable is um i mean apart from baseball this is the best place for me to be in my faith all right yeah so i i want to just take a moment the, the rest of the players that are here would you just stand for a moment we want to recognize you this morning there they are yeah Thank you. Go, go ahead and have, have a seat. And, and what a reminder for each of us that whatever talent, as Levi has said, however we're gifted, uh, God intends to use that, uh, that we might be his witnesses in the world. And that's part of sharing our story, uh, is living out loud, living boldly uh, for Christ in, uh, in whatever, uh, whatever it is uh, that he's gifted us in. And uh, I also want to call attention to the Bartow family in the back. Tim, would you stand, please? Tim's a, a Cincinnati Reds guy, but he is, I understand you're in the board of directors now for the Chinooks? Are you the president? No, you're just on the board. Soon to be president. That's right. You're gonna, I promoted you right now this morning. All right. Tim's here, and uh, Tim and his family. So this morning... Uh, after service is over, the guys are going to be out at the table. Uh, please take time just to go and greet them. Uh, you can talk with them. You can ask them questions. Uh, Catherine and Coach will be there, and they'll be there to tell you how you can get involved this season, how you can support. And if nothing else, hey, go on out to the ballpark. Uh, it's the best baseball in Alaska. All right? So you want to do that. So as the worship team comes up, Uh, Let's pray. I want to pray for these guys and and for the team. So, Father, we do thank you for the Chinooks. And, God, what a reminder that uh, you have called each of us to live for you, uh, to use the gifts and talents that you've given us, that we might uh, give you honor and glory and praise, that we want our lives uh, to be witness to the reality uh, that Jesus Christ is Lord. And so, Father, we thank you for our partnership with the Chinooks. We thank you for the players that are here present this morning, for those that will be with us next service. And, Father, we ask that by the power of your Holy Spirit, uh, you would move through them, not only with their physicality and their ability to play baseball, but, Father, through their ability to witness for Jesus Christ. God, thank you for each of them, and we pray uh, that the work that you do in their lives Uh, as young men who are following Christ, uh, would continue, that this would be a a time in their lives they would look back and say, the Lord did great things in us uh, during that year, that season that we played with the Chinooks in Alaska. So we commit them to you. And Father, we pray that many would come to know you as a result of their testimony. Lord, thank you this morning for Aaron and for Levi. And uh, Lord, they are just but representative of the many stories that uh, these players have. God, thank you for them all. 
And we pray this in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and all God's people said, Amen. Let's hear it for them again. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys.